Hi, I'm Dr. Jen, and this is my little brother, Coach Doug. And we are Mindful Vibe. Now, here's the goofy thing about that. If you go to the action thing, like how it's supposed to go, and then it doesn't, you're left with, oh shit, what do I do now? However, if you go to the place of this is how I want to feel when I get there or as I'm going in or, you know, however, whatever space and time you want to use to that. Now, when you get there, your focus is on how you're feeling, not the circumstances and yeah. not what's going on. Welcome to another episode of Mindful Vibin. We're your hosts, Dr. Jennifer Huberty and Coach Douglas White. My sister, her name, Jennifer Huberty, is an associate professor in the College of Health Solutions at Arizona State University and is the director of science for the mobile meditation app, Calm. And you might have to change that next week. Oh my God. Exciting I already said this like three weeks ago. I know, but no, this one is legit. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to throw up all over the mic. Keep going. Okay, well, in that case, maybe I shouldn't introduce you. My brother, Douglas, is a former major league pitching coach and pitching director and currently is a consultant coach for anyone seeking to better themselves. That includes athletes, organizations, business execs, entrepreneurs, and of course, the general public. We came together to create Mindful Vibe and to share our experiences and insights into our own personal... Oh my God, Doug. Stop everything. Why? I have no mic on. Jesus Christ. Well, you have a mic on, right? You're sound, you're coming through this, right? Yeah, so but leave it. We'll just keep going. Okay. Do you want to start over again then? No, it's fine. No, we'll just keep going. So, okay. So we're going to recap last episode. The last episode was my sister going through a live and uncut raw real life situation very real and so i can joke with her about it now she's totally freaking out she was ready to jump off of a building i talked <laughs> her down from the building she didn't go out of the window i wasn't ready to jump i off saved a life last episode <laughs> oh was screw you okay but so now what we thought jennifer thought Jennifer was talking to her girlfriend because she loves talking to her girlfriends. Let's call her Sally. Let's call her Sally. <laughs> I told her I was going to call her Sally okay, on so the episode. <laughs> Sally said to, well, geez, now that you had that life experience and uh, you process it and you kind of like more or less had a coaching call with your brother. So now where are you at? And um, Jennifer now is post procedure. And literally these, these episodes, even though you're getting them maybe a, a week uh, in space, right? Like, you know, maybe we're going to do this sooner. I don't know. You'll, you'll, you guys will figure that out when you get it. But uh, the episode 20 and this episode, right? These two podcasts, they're actually uh, two days, right? One day. We did 20 yesterday and 21 yeah. today. Okay, so Jennifer, where are you now? Go to, okay, so we got off the call and then. Yeah, got off the call, call had to go back to work. Um, I, I spent the afternoon finishing working, but no more discussion about the 
what I was going to do the next day and yada, yada, yada. Um, because I was in a better space and I didn't want to, I didn't want to bring stuff up. So did that left and went to yoga, had a lot of exhales, felt really good when I came back from yoga, had a nice dinner with my family, went to bed, did some appreciation when I went to bed, felt really good about that. Like I, I really was in appreciation. There was no wiggling of any other emotions that were coming up. It was solid. Went to sleep, woke up and, um, was intentional about doing silent meditation. Sometimes I do guided silent meditation. I didn't want any words or anything to come into my space. I just wanted to be. So I, I did my, my meditation like 20, 25 minutes. Went on a walk outside, got some nature and got my blood moving before I was going to go. And um, so get ready to go to the hospital, drive to the hospital. We walk in. And I'm thinking to myself, everything's going to go great for me. Everything's going to be great. We're going to be good. Check myself in about. Okay, so wait, uh, let me interject yeah. one deal here. Okay. So yeah, sure. you went to the place of everything's going to go great for me. Okay. Now here's the goofy thing about that. If you go to the action thing, like how it's supposed to go, and then it doesn't, you're left with, oh shit, what do I do now? However, if you go to the place of this is how I want to feel when I get there or as I'm going in or, you know, however, whatever space and time you want to use to that. Now, when you get there, your focus is on how you're feeling, not the circumstances and not what's going on. And so that's a, a little... Uh, tweak right there, nil nuance that you might be able to use for next time. Okay, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense because (laughs) (laughs) I was there thinking that and 40 minutes in, well, I'd say I I was waiting about 30 minutes and I I was starting to have a little bit of like, you know, my insecurities about death and stuff like that. So I actually said out loud to my husband, you know, Raj, like, when I go through some things like this, I actually think things like, you know, what if I don't get to experience what I was supposed to experience tomorrow and Friday? We have, we are going to do this and that. What if I don't ever get there? And I said, but the truth is I have so much to be appreciative and grateful for right now. And so I started saying them out loud to him, which helped me just to, you know, I'm, I'm in a waiting room with all these people that are sick or not sick or whatever. So then, um, we go to sit down and it had still been a while. And I was actually even in my phone, in my calm app, I was writing out, typing out in my phone, gratitude, people in my life. I appreciate like there's check-ins in the calm app that I was using. I was like literally using it as a journalism, sitting in the waiting room to stay in the zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I look over at him and I'm like, it's been 45 minutes and we still haven't been called yet back yet. My procedure's in like 30 minutes. And I started to get emotional, teary-eyed. I, I felt like I wanted to go home and cry. And um, I'm like pushing it down, but then I'm like, no, I'm not going to push it down. What is this feeling? And so I, uh, I was like sitting with it and I'm like, this is frustration. This isn't fear. This isn't sadness. This isn't, this is frustration. Well, and so let me interject real quick because- yeah. If you're on the emotional guidance scale, right? Fear 
is all the way down at what, 22, 21, and frustration is like number 12. Yeah. And so there's a big it's gap. Big there's time. a big gap in that frequency so that, for example, if you are truly in fear, there's a longer ways to go than if you're truly in frustration because frustration can be cleaned up pretty quick, quickly within the moments. And so, again, That's not only not only the fact that it's easier to clean that up because you're closer to boredom and you're closer to contentment. It's not only that, but it's the fact that you were able to um, identify that. And just in the identification, you get the, you feel the resonance. So you actually feel oh, yeah. just from the totally. identification. Agreed. A hundred percent. I felt it. Frustration instead of fear. I felt it immediately. I was almost like wanting to take my hand and put it on my back and pat myself. As you should. As <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. I just identified the motion in the moment and I didn't go down the drain. Like I was so proud of myself. Good. Anyway, so then, um, so we went back there and then, you know, obviously the frustration, you know, definitely, well, it was already kind of lifted, but went back there, talked to the nurses had a really cute nurse was thinking maybe Doug want to hook up with her or just kidding. Hook her up with Doug. If you're listening out there. Um, yeah. I think her name was Lucy. Lucy, if you're listening and you're in Tempe and you're a nurse. Um, anyway, we'll name the hummingbird Lucy. in the back. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, she was really cool though. Um, she got a kick out of Raj yeah. anyway. Um, so then everything was fine. And then the, I was able to ask like why I was late, like was the doctor behind whatever. And they said the doctor was behind. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can do this. You know, 40 minutes sitting here waiting. Um, so then hold on real quick because yeah. again, that's the whole benefit of the doubt thing, right? So you're in the waiting room and you're like, why is this not going on on time? And really, like, from my vantage point, I just go, Jennifer, you're in a doctor's office, for Christ's sakes. Like, there's nothing that happens on time in those deals, right? Yeah. But that's not your experience. And so it doesn't matter what I would think or say or do or anybody else for that matter. You're in your thought pattern. And so you have to find a way for you to feel relief. And mm -hmm. so you felt relief your way. So great. You did. And you got to it. So good for you. But what yeah. we've been talking about on these episodes, right, has been give people the benefit of the doubt. That's the example. So yeah. you're in the doctor's office and you go, well, that's okay that they're running behind schedule. That happens. There's people in there that really need their, their, their help, their assistance. And that's great. I hope those people are getting the work they need. I hope they're getting their attention they, they need because that's exactly what I'm going to want when I get my turn, you know. And so yeah, on. well. I actually heard the doctor say to the gentleman next to me, hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so. I'm going to give you your colonoscopy and they were going to wheel back. So he was, he was going back when I was supposed to go back. So I knew I was at least one colonoscopy behind, sure. but I remember thinking to myself, well, you know, hopefully he's going to have a clear colonoscopy and everything's going to go good for him. I mean, I was thinking actually those things good. and I hope he doesn't have polyps and like whatever I was thinking, you know? So anyway, um, so then they wheeled me back and I said, I said, bye to Raj. And, uh, when they wheeled me back in the room, you know, your nerves, your nerves go a little bit, your tummy, like, just like some, yeah. So I go back there and then, um, the anesthesiologist was 
it was great. And then the guy who was sitting back there. So like, I'm going to take a great care of you today. And I was like, oh, that was a nice thing to say. Thank you so much. I couldn't answer him because I had a thing over my mouth, but I was like, oh, thank you. And then as I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, what am I going to think about? You know, like as they do this and just to be with my mind peaceful. And then, and then I heard Billy Joel in the background. And, you know, when we were kids, we used to listen to mom and mom and dad used to listen to Billy Joel like crazy. So I was like, I felt like that was kind of like a sign, like everything's going to be great. Billy Joel's playing the background. It's fine. Nice. And then, and then the next thing, you know, I was awake and they, so then actually then the, the doctor, you know, had to talk to me, but everything was great. Like I, it was, they don't even, it was super minor. Everything was super minor. They're not worried about anything. They're like seeing three years. So it couldn't have gone any better than that, except poor Roger waiting for me in the, in the valet area for about an hour. Cause they took forever to bring me down. <laughs> so it just, and then, and now that I'm sitting here in this space and having this conversation, it's just like, I do feel a little bit like, and again, this is judgment, right? And this is going backwards, but I do feel a little bit like, okay, there wasn't, there wasn't as much angst as I was having. There was nothing to, you know, that wasn't as, as bad as I was in my head. Sure. Right. But I'm still so happy that I had the conversation yesterday because my head was back and forth. One second, this one second, that one second, this, and it was literally driving me crazy. But it's also like, I feel today, I feel, um, uh, expansion. Like I've had, I've had growth. Yeah. Like it actually, you know, if you take a typical day, a little bit more than the typical day yeah, uh, expansion. Oh, and I'll say one more thing. I am so very grateful. I got food poisoning three weeks ago, which ended up while I ended up with a colonoscopy because I had polyps to be removed. I'm so lucky. I know. I'm just saying I'm so grateful. So grateful. It worked everything out. Like everything worked out. The, the universe was looking out for me. It was the journey. Sure. Did it suck throwing my guts up and being in a lot of pain? Sure. But (laughs) I'm here now, you know, one month later and I'm clean as a whistle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all one of those deals where everything happens for a reason. Totally. Um, You might not know in those moments of what the reason is. And it's really most of the time, it's not your job to figure it out. However, through this life experience, you did figure out why you got the food poisoning, right? Mm -hmm. You did figure out why it was amazing for you to puke your guts up Mm -hmm. because you were able to find this out and prevent anything from going further down the line. Totally. I would have never had it. Yes. Yeah. And so if you, if you, if you stay, if you take a step back now, right. And you look at the broader view of the entire experience from three weeks ago, starting with the food poisoning to the end of this moment now, right. The entire experience from the broader perspective was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're taking yourself out of the physical experiences that you had within the three weeks and you take yourself out out of it and go, what really went on here? Mm -hmm. Got this so I could identify this so I can move on. Mm -hmm. And that's what the experience was. The experience was not, I felt like shit when I had food poisoning. I felt like shit when this happened. I felt like shit when this happened. I felt like shit with it. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Even though you were feeling those things within that experience, okay, that's fine. 
But that's kind of like, that's what you made the experience be. Mm-hmm. I know that's like, you know, it, it's, it's goofy to say that because it's like, well, nobody wants to go puke their guts out. Nobody wants to go get stuff removed from their colon, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what had to happen here for you to be able to be healthy and move on and, and go. You see what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, again, it's all about perspective. But mm-hmm. as human beings, sometimes in these physical moments, when we feel these things emotionally, it's that's not where we are. That's not where our thought process, like, or sorry, that's not where we are vibrationally. So we don't have access to the better feeling thoughts that mm-hmm. will allow us to see what's really going on. And yeah. so that's why in these moments, you got to do the best you can to soothe yourself so you can just get through it. So then you can calibrate afterwards, right? Because yeah. you can't necessarily do all the work in the middle of it, right? The snowball yeah. effect deal that we talked about last episode. Yeah. yeah. But I do, I mean, yeah, I do think I have, I, I, it's like, it's kind of cool to, it's like a tangible thing. Like I can see, I have more awareness. I can see, I have the ability to be, to identify an emotion in the midst of something right then. Like, well, I think that's not, the biggest one where you were. That was in- awesome. I was like, this well, is cool. <laughs> so let me, let me point out two things here. Yeah. That one. The first thing that's so awesome about that situation is you didn't allow yourself to push down the emotion. You allowed yourself to be okay with the way you were feeling. That's mm-hmm. the first one because the the pushing down, pushing away, yada, yada. Now, now that's another snowball effect that can yeah. come from that. Okay. So you, you allowed yourself to feel the emotion because there's just guidance. There's nothing else going on there. Okay. But then you allowed yourself the opportunity to say, okay, I'm okay with how I feel. I'm okay right here, right now. But how do I really feel? And what you said was, well, I actually really feel frustration. This is not this emotion that's weighed down on the scale. And part of the reason why you were probably able to identify that is because mm-hmm. you didn't push it down because you pushing it against it is what makes it exponential mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, now yeah. makes it feel like a fear, yeah. a depression, a whatever. Yeah. I mean, I kept saying to myself, Jen, it's okay that you want to cry right now. It's okay that you, like, I just, I kept telling myself that and like, yeah, instead of you, you can't, you can't do this right now, or you shouldn't be doing this right now. There's nothing to be sad about. It's like, no, it's like, that's my, that's my old takes, you know, there's nothing to be sad about, nothing to cry about. Don't be a baby. You know, it's all bullshit. Yeah. So that, that experience right there. I think is, is, is huge. And then again, now for every experience that happens again in your life, you know, moving forward, you have this to go back to, you yeah. know, what I mean? to go, Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just want to feel where I'm at. I'm not gonna push yeah. anything away. It's okay. I'm be right here with it. Cool. Yeah. I'm just going to get better and better at this. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I think we're good. You want to? Yeah. No, I think this is good. I think, you know, my friend Sally, who recommended this, it's a good, it's good because it's like we come three, we come all the way around for our listeners to, to hear, you know, what happens, et cetera. So yeah, yeah, next, I guess it's until next time. It is until next time. Okay. Okay. See you guys later. Mm -hmm.